0: which is above every name, the Lord our salvation, Jesus Christ. My name is Ralph Christian, and welcome to Life-Giving Word. The title of our message is taken from both an Old Testament scripture and a New Testament scripture, which say the same thing. In the fifth book of Moses, called Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse 4, and in the Gospel according to Mark, chapter 12, verse 29, God's holy word, the Bible, proclaims, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. We begin our study with the word paradox. What is a paradox? Do you know? Well, before we proceed any further, we must have an understanding of what the word paradox means. The best definition of the word paradox is a statement that seems contradictory, unbelievable, or absurd to common belief, but that may actually be true in fact. God's holy word, the Bible, often speaks to us in this paradoxical manner. Throughout its context, we sometimes come across different scriptures that may sound like a contradiction in meaning, but on the contrary, they are examples of what is known as a biblical paradox. At times, they may be mysteries which are difficult to comprehend. Nevertheless, they are true in fact. With this understanding, let us search the scriptures of God's Holy Word, the Bible, to examine some biblical paradoxes which reveal the deity of the divine Godhead. Our first example is found in the first book of Moses, called Genesis, chapter 1, verse 26, where it says, And God said, Let us make man in our image, after our likeness. In this scripture, the word God is singular in meaning, denoting one God. However, the words us and our are plural in meaning, denoting more than one. How can one God, singular in meaning, be more than one, plural in meaning? Grammatically speaking, this scripture should read, And God said, let me make man in my image after my likeness, instead of, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness, or should it? Can one God be both singular and plural in meaning? Can one God be more than one simultaneously? The answer is absolutely yes. Although this mystery may seem difficult to conceive, in reality, this scripture is saying that there is one divine Godhead with more than one deity existing simultaneously therein. God's holy word, the Bible proclaims, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Another example of a biblical paradox which reveals the name of the deity in the divine Godhead is found in the Gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28, verse 18. Listen very closely to the words of the Lord Jesus Christ and see if you can detect the paradox within this scripture. Go ye therefore, and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Did you notice he said, in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost? Not in the names of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. The word name in this scripture is singular in meaning, denoting one name. However, the words Father, Son, and Holy Ghost together are plural in meaning, denoting more than one. How can one name, singular in meaning, be more than one plural in meaning? Can the name of God be both singular and plural in meaning? Can God's name be more than one in the same name? The answer is absolutely yes. Yes. Although this mystery may seem difficult to conceive, in reality this scripture is saying that the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost are all one in the same name in the deity of the divine Godhead. Now, let us examine another biblical paradox which reveals the number of deity that exists simultaneously in the divine Godhead. But before we do, I believe an explanation of the following scripture is necessary to completely comprehend this Biblical truth. In the first epistle of John, chapter 5, verse 7, the word, spelled capital W-O-R-D, expresses the proper name of deity found in the divine Godhead. It reads, For there are three that bear record in heaven, Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost, and these three are one. In this scripture, the Father, the Word, and the Holy Ghost together are plural in meaning, denoting more than one deity. However, it also says that these three are one, which is singular in meaning, denoting one divine Godhead. How can these three, the Father, the word and the holy ghost be one can all three deity be one in the same divine godhead the answer is absolutely yes although this mystery may seem difficult to conceive in reality this scripture is saying that the father the word and the holy ghost are all one in the same supreme being existing simultaneously in the deity of a threefold godhead God's holy word, the Bible proclaims, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Now, if you have taken notice, the two previous scriptures used different word descriptions when describing the deity in the threefold Godhead. The first epistle of John, chapter 5, verse 7, uses the word, capital W-O-R-D, whereas the gospel according to Matthew, chapter 28, verse 19, uses the Son, capital S-O-N. These scriptures may sound like a contradiction in meaning, but on the contrary, they are biblical paradoxes which reveal the fact that the Word and the Son are both one and the same deity in the threefold Godhead. Let us now confirm this truth with yet another biblical paradox found in the Gospel according to John, chapter 1, verse 1. It reads, In the beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God. Did you hear that? In The beginning was the Word, and the Word was with God, and the Word was God Who was in the beginning? The Word was in the beginning Who was with God? The Word was with God And who was God? The Word was God In the beginning was the Word And the Word was with God And the Word was God astonishing words confirming the deity of God the Word and there's more continuing in the Gospel according to John chapter 1 verse 14 it says and the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us and we beheld his glory the glory as of the only begotten of the Father full of grace and truth who was made flesh and dwelt among us God the Word was made flesh and dwelt among us Whose glory is as the only begotten of the Father? God the Word's glory is as the only begotten of the Father, full of grace and truth. It also goes on to say in verse 18, No man hath seen God at any time. The only begotten Son, which is in the bosom of the Father, he hath declared him. Although this mystery may be very difficult to conceive, in reality, these scriptures are saying that God the Word was made flesh and His glory was manifested as the only begotten Son of God the Father. This confirms the fact that the deity of God the Word and the Son of God are both one and the same in the threefold Godhead. God's holy word the Bible proclaims, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. Since we have already established the fact that the Word was God, manifested in the flesh as the only begotten Son of God the Father, let us now reveal who the Son of God the Father is. In the opening salutation of John's second epistle, chapter 1, verse 3, it reads, Grace be with you, mercy and peace, from God the Father, and from the Lord Jesus Christ, the Son of the Father, in truth and love. Also, in the Gospel according to John, chapter 20, verse 31, it says, But these things are written, that ye might believe that Jesus is the Christ, the Son of God, and that believing ye might have life through his name last two scriptures need no explanation, for they boldly confirm the fact that the Son of God and the Lord Jesus Christ are both one in the same. Now listen very closely to another incredible biblical truth concerning the Lord Jesus Christ, found in the first epistle of John, chapter 5, verse 20, where it says... And we know that the Son of God is come and hath given us an understanding that we may know him that is true, and we are in him that is true, even in his Son, Jesus Christ. This is the true God and eternal life. Did you hear that? This scripture is not only revealing the oneness of the Son of God and the Lord Jesus Christ, it's also revealing the oneness of the Son of God Jesus Christ and God Himself with this statement. This is the true God and eternal life. The Gospel according to John chapter 10 verse 30 further demonstrates this biblical truth when the Lord Jesus Christ makes this stunning statement. I and my Father are one. Now listen to the words of God the Word, the Son of God and Lord Jesus Christ, as He reveals God the Father to His disciples in the Gospel according to John, chapter 14, verse 9. He announces, He that hath seen me hath seen the Father, Therefore, he that had seen the Lord Jesus Christ had seen the Father because they are both one in the same supreme being, Almighty God. God's holy word of truth, the Bible proclaims, Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord. In conclusion, I would like to reinforce this biblical truth with all reverence to the Lord thy God. In Paul's epistle to the Colossians, chapter 2, verse 9, when speaking of the Lord Jesus Christ, it states, For in him dwelleth all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. I repeat, for in him dwelleth all the fullness, not some, but all the fullness of the Godhead bodily. For in the bodily form of the Lord Jesus Christ Dwells the complete fullness of all the deity in the threefold Godhead What an astonishing biblical truth God's holy word the Bible proclaims Hear, O Israel, the Lord our God is one Lord His name is... Jesus. Until next time. This is Ralph Christian reminding you that God's holy word, the Bible, is not just another book. It's God's life-giving word.